Hey, hey, you're listening to the Journey with Janice podcast. Join me on the journey of pursuing Jesus, building our lives on the word, and seeing this world impacted with the love of God. The Journey with Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. You can find my podcast and other great podcasts in the network at newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Journey with Janice and check out my website, journeywithjanice.com. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Journey with Janice podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I'm always excited for the podcast episodes because it means I get to talk about Jesus and I get to encourage your hearts and just talk about what God is doing in my life and the world around us and pray for you and all the things. So I love it. I love talking about the Word of God. I love talking about the gospel. I love just talking about Him. And there's this quote that I love. It says, make his name famous, make his name famous. And it's like, yes, that's what I want to do. And I love the song. I speak Jesus. If y'all haven't heard it yet, go check it out. But it says shout Jesus from the mountains and Jesus in the streets, Jesus over darkness and every enemy. And so it's like, oh, the name of Jesus. We could just talk about that. The name of Jesus and name that is above every name, the name that holds all authority and power and dominion. And I'm just so thankful, so thankful that the Bible says as believers, we are seated with him in heavenly places. And I love in Ephesians where it talks about how when Jesus was resurrected, he was, he ascended to the right hand of the father and that he's there right now. The Bible says in Hebrews that he is our mediator, that he is making intercession for us. And so okay, there he is. And, and, that, and that scripture in Ephesians says, far above all principality and power and rulers of darkness. And so I love that because so often we pin the enemy and Jesus as if they're nose to nose, like going against each other. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Lord like really revealed to my heart. I don't know, maybe some, I don't know when it was, but he revealed to my heart at some point that I needed to stop putting him nose to nose with the devil because he's no rival. Jesus is far above, far above, not just above, far above the enemy. The enemy does not hold a candle in the wind to our God. And so I wasn't even planning on talking about any of that, but we're just going to start right out with that, that he is the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And I want to be someone who willingly does that now, willingly says, Jesus, you are Lord. And we know that the Bible says that that is, he's the only way to salvation. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. And that is such a lie that the enemy has perpetrated the world with for so long that it really doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe something we're all you know, all roads lead to heaven kind of thing. And no, the Bible is very clear. Jesus is the only way. And I had this conversation with a friend the other day and it was this idea. And I, my youth pastor said this years ago too, but it's the idea that, that Jesus said, I am the way, truth, and the life. No one comes to the father, but through me. So either he was right and he was telling the truth or he was crazy. Like it's one or the other because he made those claims about himself. So either it's the truth, which I believe firmly with everything inside of me, that it is the truth, or he was a lunatic because you don't say you're the son of God and that there is salvation found in no one else. Like 
either it's true or it's not. And so that's kind of the point where we have to get through as humans. Like, do we believe it or not? What do you, what do you believe? And so the idea that it doesn't matter if you're Christian and even Christians that have that viewpoint that it doesn't matter, it does because the Bible is very clear and specific on that and in that regard. And so I do not preach universalism. I don't subscribe to it. A lot of like the ecumenical movements of like, it doesn't really matter. There's like this platform and all religions kind of come together. And no, I, I just don't, I don't believe that there can be more than one way for truth. I believe that the Bible's clear and I believe that it's, there's not another way around it. So that's my personal conviction. That's what I believe. That's the truth that God has revealed to my heart. And so I don't subscribe to that idea that all roads lead to heaven. I believe Jesus is the only way to the Father and to salvation. And the Bible says that salvation is found in no other. There is no other name under heaven by which men can be saved. It's only through Jesus. It's only through Jesus. And the Bible says that if we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. It really is that simple. It's not about works. The Bible says it's not about works because what would happen if it was about works? We could boast, but we can't. It's only by grace through faith that we are saved. And so we believe in him. And then as we fall in love with him in response to that love that he has given us and we're reciprocating back to him, then the good works flow. Then we, we do the things we do for him because we love him because we've already received his love and we're living it out. And so that's why we do the good works. Our life should be marked with good works because of our love for him and nothing else. And I love that. The Bible tells us be doers of the word, not just hearers. Like we our faith, our faith should have action. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. We can say we believe in God all day long, but what does your life look like? What does your life look like? If people are surprised, if you were to open your mouth and say to people like, I'm a Christian. I follow Jesus. I love, I love God. And they're like, oh, wow, they're surprised because your actions don't line up with your confession. That's a problem. Our actions should be congruent with our confession. Our lives should look like him. The Bible says that we are continually conformed to the pattern of his image. I should look more like Jesus now than I did 17 years ago when I gave my life to him. And it's it's a very, you have to be careful too because we're not perfect the only one who has ever lived a perfect, sinless life is Jesus. But we live our life in a way that stands out. It's different. The Bible says, be holy for I am holy. God tells us, be holy for I am holy. Holiness isn't perfection. Holiness is being set apart unto him. Not conforming, as Romans 12, 2 says, to the pattern of this world, but being transformed by the renewing of our mind. And I want to look like him. I don't want anything in me to look like this world. I want to be set apart unto him. He is everything to me. He is everything to me. And honestly, I was not planning on going that deep this quick, but maybe we just needed to go there because he's faithful. He's for us. He's not against us. And I know so many people, so many people have been derailed in this season. When I say season, that could be the last few months, the last few years have been derailed from running hard after him, from being rooted and grounded in the word, from being plugged in faithfully to a home, to to like a local body of believers, to a home church, to being intentional about growing in your faith because the enemy wants nothing more than for you to sit on the sidelines, to stop 
doing what you're doing for the kingdom because what you bring to the table matters. The way that you reach out to the world around you, the way that you share God's truth, the way you communicate the heart of God matters. There's an anointing on that. And the Bible says that the anointing is what destroys the yoke of bondage. So the enemy wants us to be derailed and distracted and doing all these things that God has never even called us to. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, I'm so fired up just sitting here on my couch. And I'm, I'm so fired up about this because it's the truth. And I don't want to get to the end of my life. And we know the Bible says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk according to the spirit, and not the flesh. It, and so I don't even know that this would ever actually happen, but it's a thought I have in my heart. So I'm going to share it. I don't want to get to the end of my life and have God tell me that I wasted my life doing a lot of things that he never even asked me to do. I don't want to get to the end of this year even. And, you know, we should continually day to day be giving God our fresh yes, our fresh surrender. I don't want to get in the middle of a project or a ministry pursuit or anything or get to, like I said, at the end of this year and have God say, all those things you did were great, but you never even asked me what I wanted you to do. And it really is that simple. We overcomplicate things so many times where the Bible says, if you ask, you receive. And that could be a physical need, a spiritual, it could be so many different things. I want to ask God for wisdom. I want to say, God, I'm asking you to show me what I'm supposed to do in this season. And when I ask, I receive the wisdom. The Bible says, if we lack wisdom, ask and he gives it liberally. And so that's one thing I pray for all the time. Lord, give me wisdom about this situation, about this relationship, about this ministry endeavor, about this idea that I have, about this book, about this right, like all the things that God's called me to in this season. And he, he is a God who never fails us. And he does never, he never makes a promise he doesn't keep. And when he says, ask and you will receive, when you ask, you can expect to receive because he's a good God. He's a faithful God and he doesn't lie. And so I want to encourage you to start asking. Start asking God for wisdom, for clarity, for direction. The Bible says that he orders the steps of a righteous man. And a righteous man is not a perfect man. A righteous man is someone who's in right standing with him. Someone who has surrendered their life to him, loves him and lives for him. And I had to take a little drink of water there because listen, y'all, I have had the best like last week. The last week has been so incredible, so fruitful. And my voice is so strained because I've been singing a lot. And I just want to share some quick testimonies with y'all this past weekend. Shout out to all of my friends, to Haley and Sam and Zach and Darian. We have been doing some amazing ministry things together. God is so fun. So fun. I always say if if you believe that being a Christian is boring, you have only experienced religion. Let me say it again for the people in the back. If you believe that being a Christian is boring, you have only experienced religion. Being a Christian is so fun. So we had such a Holy Spirit-filled weekend. I'm going to share a little bit of that with you. There's no possible way for me to share all of it because God did so much that it would probably take me 17 hours just to talk about it. But my friends and I met. On last Friday night, we met at Friendship Park and we prayed together. We are getting ready to do an outreach there in May 6th. So if you are from the Southwest Michigan area, the tri-state area, 
if you want to fly in, go for it. We are going to be in Battle Creek, Michigan on May 6th at Friendship Park doing a prayer march. And so we were there Friday night. We prayed, we worshiped together, and we walked the city. We prayed over the city. We prayed over a local school. It was just amazing to prophesy and to release the word of God over Battle Creek, Michigan, to sing over the school. Just It was a beautiful thing. And then Saturday morning, we met again at the park and we prayed together. Oh, we also recorded some promo videos for the event. We prayed together. We sang. We did all the things. Went to lunch together. Got to pray with the waitress. Went to Foot Locker. Got to pray with the manager there. Ended up doing this like spontaneous worship set at Horrocks, which is like this marketplace in our local community because uh, I know it's kind of native to Michigan. So we got to do that. We ended up going to the beach and doing lakefront worship together. So much laughter. I'm telling y'all, laughter is healing. The Bible says that that it's medicine, and it is. It heals our hearts. It heals our minds. It heals our souls. So I love that. So we had a lot of good times, a lot of laughter, and we got to worship and pray with so many people, met so many people that just came along to either sing a song or two with us and minister to people. It was just, it was so beautiful, just experiencing a Holy Spirit driven weekend with my besties. It was incredible. And so I just love that. And I want to encourage you to get a fire back inside of you. If you are listening to this podcast and the fire of God, that first love passion in you has dwindled, get that fire back in you. And I'm telling you, part of that is surrounding yourself with people who are also on fire for Jesus. Surround yourself with people who also are burning as living sacrifices for the one true king. And I'm so thankful for the friend group that God has put me with, with the ones that I gave the shout out to, but I have so many others around me that are just burning for him. I just got off of like a four hour phone call, y'all. I love talking. So maybe the reason my voice is a little strained is because I sang a lot this weekend and talked a lot. And then I led worship Monday night with my girl, Haley but also I talk a lot. So <laughs> praise God for that. So y'all could be praying for my voice, but got off a four hour prayer call with my friend Blue. Her name is Blue. She is from North Carolina, originally from Haiti. This woman of God is so filled with the love and joy of Jesus. It's incredible. I'm so excited to see how God is going to allow us to run together in this season. And I met her last year at a conference in North Carolina. So I'm so excited uh, just to partner with her and some different things God is showing us. And so y'all will be hearing about her more on my social medias because she is going to be stepping out into some incredible ministry things and her and I are going to partner on some things. So I'm excited for that. And just so stirred up just from that conversation about just stepping out into the fullness of what God has for us. And one thing that she shared with me tonight that I was like, I have to share this with my podcast community to encourage y'all. One thing that she said to me is that she used to work prayer, like a prayer line for a ministry. And she told me that over and over again, the most common thing that she heard on the phone calls as she was receiving prayer calls was from people that are older calling in with regret. They were calling in with regret over the things that they never did for God the ideas that they never followed through with, the books that they never wrote, the music that they never released. And I told her, one of the things on my heart, because I'm a mover and a shaker, I am like, 
100%. I don't want to just be someone who hears the word of the Lord. And that's not just like his written word, like the the Bible. I want to do what it says. It's also the word of the Lord to my life individually. When God tells me to do something, I want to, there's a scripture I love and I declare this over myself all the time. It's, I will hasten and not delay to obey the voice of God. So there's a timing for things. We know the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, there's a time and a purpose for every season under heaven. But when it's go time, it's go time. And I do not want to be someone who hears what God wants me to do, but doesn't follow through. And so I have had this thought many times and I'm going to share with you. It's one day when I'm sitting with my grandbabies on the front porch and I'm telling them, about Jesus and I'm telling them about the life that I lived and I'm passing that legacy of godliness down to them. I want to have stories to tell them. And those stories that I'm going to tell them are the things that I'm living now. Who I'm getting a little emotional on that. The stories that I'm going to tell my grandbaby someday are the stories that I'm living in now. And I'm not doing the things I do for God so that I have a story to tell, but I'm doing them because I believe in legacy. I believe that God is worthy of my obedience. And when when my friend Blue shared that with me today about the calls that she would receive from people that had regrets, I'm like, God, I don't want to be a woman who gets to the end of her life and has regrets. I want to be someone who gave you everything, like the woman with the alabaster, she didn't leave anything on reserve. She didn't leave a little bit in that alabaster jar and say, mm, I better keep this just in case because it was worth money. It was worth something. It had a lot of value. I want to be someone who gives God my first and my best in everything and pours it all out. Nothing on reserve. Nothing on reserve. And I'm even sitting here on my couch and I'm looking at a pile of books that I had the blessing and honor and privilege to write and seeing it in front of me. And if you are listening to this podcast and you have a book on your heart that God put in your spirit to release, I'm just speaking a word of release over you right now that you're going to do it, that God is going to give you the know-how, everything you need. The Bible says he gives us an abundance for every good work. That's financial. That's every resource, the wisdom, the knowledge, the support, the people around you, everything you need. He gives you everything you need to do everything you're called to do. He gives you an abundance for every good work. God is never asking you to do something for him and then figure it out yourself. He is going to equip you and give you everything you need for life and godliness. And so if you have a book on your heart to do, I'm just declaring a word of release over you. And even as I was just saying that, I literally saw in the spirit like a pen with the lid coming off. We know nowadays we we write our books on the laptop, but I just, I feel like that's prophetic for it's time to take the lid off the pen and start penning the word of the Lord, the message God has given you because the things that are inside of you are needed more than you even realize. If you realized the magnitude of your yes to God, you would never say no and you would never hesitate. And I'm going to be real with you. My first book I published in 2020, Slay in Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season, Love that book. I just had the chance to listen to on audio. So it's officially out on audio on Amazon. And so I was just, I say forced to to reread it because I had to listen to the audio for edits. And so I hadn't really read it since 2020. And I'm like, wow, there's such a, it was ministering to me in the season that I'm in now. And so I'm thankful for that book and the opportunity I had to write it. 
But I'm going to be real with you guys. When I was getting ready to publish it and put it out there for the world to read, I almost had a panic attack because there are parts of my story that I had never shared with anybody that Holy Spirit directed me to put in the book. And I did. And I did it with boldness, even though it I it was hard. It was not easy. And so I don't want to make it sound like, oh, just do it. It's so easy. Like, I understand it is hard to put your heart out there. And that's what it felt like for me. It felt like I was putting my heart out to the world, not only with the hard and vulnerable parts of my story that are in the book, but just the way that I was communicating the heart of God and everything God has taught me in this season And just putting that out there, it's vulnerable because you risk rejection. You risk negative feedback. You you risk all those things. But you know what? Every DM that I've received, every verbal affirmation that I've gotten, the ways people have reached out to me, not only from this book, but other books that I've penned and things God has called me to is worth every bit of risk that it took to put that out there. And we have to get set free from the fear of man. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that fear of man is a snare. It is a trap of the enemy. There are so many times that I have not spoken up because I don't want to make it sound like I've gotten it right all the time. I haven't. There's so many times I have not spoken up because I cared way too much what other people thought about me. I cared way too much about what kind of feedback I would get. And so I kept silent. I didn't say yes to what God told me to do because I cared too much about man. And I want to be someone that cares 100% about what God thinks about me. And basically, I'll just say what I'm thinking here, not give a rip what anyone thinks about me. That does not mean that I don't operate in kindness because kindness is the fruit of the Spirit. We treat people with love and respect. Love is kind. But I don't care what people think of me to the point that it hinders me from being obedient to God. And that is what I mean by that. And there are times that we are going to step on toes. The gospel is offensive to the flesh. The gospel is offensive to people in darkness that don't want to leave darkness. Like the Bible says that it's a stumbling block. The Bible, the, the gospel is a stumbling block to some And it's just reality. We cannot care so much what people think that we're hindered from being obedient to God. And so I release a word of just a word of release and obedience over you to do everything God has called you to do. And what I said to my my friend earlier on the phone call, and I want to say it to you too, is that no one can communicate the heart of God in the way that you can. Had to get another drink of water there because... Pray for my voice, y'all. The devil is a liar. No one can communicate the heart of God the way that you can. And so many times we sit on the sidelines because we see other people doing what we feel like we're called to and we think, my voice isn't needed. I don't need to do that because a million other people are already doing it. Why do I need to do it? There's a reason God put that gift inside of you. There's a reason God put that talent inside of you. There's a reason that passion burns inside of you and it needs to come out. It needs to affect the world around you. There's an anointing on what God has put on the inside of you. And when I started my podcast, bringing it back to real time here, when I started my podcast, I had those same thoughts. Like there's a million podcasts out there. There's a lot of Christian podcasts. Like what 
why do I need to do this? Like, what do I have to offer? And the reality is I have myself to offer. I have my experiences, my story, what God has shown me, the revelations God has given me. There's so much that I have to offer. And how dare the devil try to keep me quiet? How dare the devil try to keep you quiet with whatever it is God has called you to? That could be so many different things. And so I don't want to box that in to speaking. That's just an area that I can no pun intended, speak into because it's where I'm at. But like, it could be anything. There's such a vast array of gifts and callings and talents and anointings that God has equipped and created his creation with. And so whatever that looks like for you, I just want you to step into that with boldness, with boldness. And God... God is releasing his people in this hour. I just, I feel that so strong in my spirit. And I know I usually talk about a hundred miles an hour, but I feel like I'm supposed to slow it down for a second. God is releasing people in this hour into the things that the enemy has kept hidden from you your whole life. So it may be something that you have yet to even discover is on the inside of you yet. God is releasing people into greater measure of what they're already walking in. So maybe you already lead worship. Maybe you already speak. Maybe you already write. Maybe you already paint. Maybe you already whatever, create things, whatever, whatever that is. We were created in the likeness and the image of God and God is a creator. And so we're called to create. It's just going to look different for all of us. I'm speaking to the things that I'm specifically anointed in, but I know there's so many things that I don't even have time. We wouldn't even have time on this podcast to talk about. So whatever that is, Holy Spirit will reveal to your heart. But I believe whatever your niche is, there's an increase coming for that. An increase in anointing, an increase in the expanse of your influence, an increase in just the gifting of it. It's, it's an hour of release. I just, I can't get that off my heart. It's an hour of release of being catapulted into the things. And there are people who are going to listen to this, who you have stopped doing the things you're passionate about because the voices of other people have silenced you and stopped you. Kind of goes back to that fear of man, but also sometimes it's not just like caring what people think that fear of man and caring what people's opinions are. Sometimes it's like, you hear death spoken over you so much about a specific thing that you just give it up because it's hard and it's just been attacked for so long that it's like you lost the fight that's inside of you for it and God's restoring that fight in you. God is restoring that fight in you to do the things that you are called to do because the world needs what you carry. The world needs what you carry. The Bible says to let your light so shine before men that they would see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We are not meant to keep our light hidden. We are not meant to bury our talents. And I could preach for another hour on that. Maybe I will someday, but like that's not not the space for it today. Do not bury your talents. Do not take to the grave what God created you with. You are on this purpose, on this earth for a purpose. There's purpose and destiny inside of you. 
And it's time to unbury it. It's time to let it out. It's time to be released into the fullness of what God created you with. And so I'm going to go ahead and pray. I feel like I just started this podcast and I'm looking and we're already at 27 minutes. I'm just going to go ahead and pray. And I say this all the time and I just, I'm going to say it every time. If you need prayer, if you need encouragement, please reach out to me. My contact information is in the show notes. My website's journeywithjanice.com. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the things. (coughs) All the things. (coughs) Yeah, y'all can hear me coughing. The enemy is... The enemy is real and he fights hardest after the thing that you are most anointed in. And for me, that's my voice. And I'm going to leave this in. I'm not editing this out because I want you to know that people see Janice. Maybe you're, maybe this is your first time in the podcast. So welcome if that's the case. If you've been listening for a while, thanks for keeping on listening. But I think people see Janice on social media. And if you don't know the depths of my story, people see me as this happy, funny, joyful girl. And I am. That is how God made me to be. But there is a side of spiritual warfare that we all face that I don't think we talk about enough. And the enemy is going to target your area of greatest anointing the hardest because the anointing, again, is what destroys yokes of bondage. And when you are releasing through the thing God has put inside of you, it is going to set other people free. And I just feel the anointing on my voice right now as I say that. And I feel like God God allowed that to happen where I literally just coughed on this podcast, which never happens, because I want you to know that that has been the greatest area of attack in my life. I lost my voice like at least four or five times last year for no good reason. I just couldn't talk. And even tonight I'm trying to record this podcast and I and I'm my voice is being attacked and it's like, mm-mm, nope, not today, Satan, is what we like to say as Christians, not today, Satan. But I also like to add, and not tomorrow either. And any day after, we are people who are going to live in the fullness of what God called us to and we are not backing down. No weapon formed against us will prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we will condemn. That is the heritage of the Lord people. That is what the Bible says. That is our heritage. That is our inheritance. We do not have to give in to the weapons that are being formed. And I would also encourage you to be proactive and start being on the offensive and saying, every weapon that's being formed against my life, I dismantle it before it even forms in the name of Jesus. Because the world needs you to step into the fullness of what you're called to. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and pray. And just thank the Lord uh, for his goodness and his faithfulness. And again, reach out if you need prayer, encouragement. I would love that. I do these podcasts and everything that I do to advance the kingdom of God, to glorify his name, to make him known, and to encourage your hearts. Like it is to point you to him every time. So with that said, let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this podcast. God, I thank you for your heart for your people. I thank you, God, that your heart beats for us to just walk in step with you, Lord. And so I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would guide your people into all truth. I thank you that that is what you do, that you are our counselor and our comforter, that you are ever-present help in time of need. God, and I speak the peace that surpasses all understanding over your people. God, if there's anyone on here that is dealing with torment in their mind and their hearts, 
anxiety, worry, stress, doubt, angst, insecurity, whatever it is. God, I thank you that you meet us where you're, where we're at, but you don't leave us that way. So God, I thank you that you continually conform us into the pattern of your image, that you take us from glory to glory. And God, I believe that it's a season of accelerated glory in our lives. God, and so I thank you for the anointing that is on every person that is listening. I thank you for the things that you've called them to, Lord, and I speak life over them. I speak blessings over them. I speak to every bit of insecurity on the inside of them, and I command it to be uprooted in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that they are living in the fullness of their identity in you, that they are not distracted, they are not deceived, they are not hindered in any way in this season. God, and I pray for anyone on here who doesn't know what their anointing is, that you would reveal that to their heart that you would show them and every enemy lie that's been spoken over them. I break its power right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I thank you that it's a season of release. I release that over us, myself and everyone on here in the name of Jesus. God, I say your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in Jesus name. Amen.